Hi, I'm Kevin Mahan. And I'm Sam Chaplin. Our host, the Attitude Era podcast. And I haven't seen any films. And welcome to Cinema Swirl. Welcome to episode six of Cinema Swirl, or journey through films in Hollywood, Tinseltown, California, in the United States. Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Mann, joined by my friend, who's not seen any of the films except for the five previous episodes. And those five films is Sam Chaplin, my OT pairing. Hello. How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I just realised I'm a mad self-conscious that make the podcast better, improve yeah. it. I'm always trying to improve. Openings have been a bit shambolic, I found. Okay. Due to me going, <laughs> like, like me falling backwards through a door with breakfast in bed on a train and yeah, yeah. it falls all over me. Every week. And then it goes, do-do-do-do-do-do. You know, it does, it, it, yeah. This is a bit of an odd episode. Um, episode six. Yeah. As voted by you, the fans. We brought back the vote. Brought back the vote. After last week where it was kind of like... Back by popular demand, <laughs> the vote. Democracy is coming to Cinema Swirl once again. You know, it's not like real politics, is it? Where like you you lose a presidential race twice and they're going to go, Oh, all right. And you get, you get to be president because they feel bad for you. Uh, which is what really happened with The Shining. In the true test to democracy in its purest sense, we're reviewing Commando. Hey. <laughs> Which only got put in this world this week, in the vote, uh, because I laughed at the name John Matrix yeah. when you said it. Well, it's not an Arnie review podcast, really. No, it's uh, it's a cinema swirl. It is, yeah. Films. And uh, I would say, first and foremost, you know, big, big flash and asterisks. I, Commando's probably not your standard Hollywood classic. Okay. No, it was, it was no. up against two biggins. I'm not trying to say we're fixing the vote. No, we're not. But what I'm going to say that is Lord of the Rings is, will be a really funny episode. Well... No, it's a long it's film. Really funny. Or you, you're just saying it because you want the rest of your Sunday evening. Yeah. Like, you know, Jaws, like Jaws would have been good. Yeah. Jaws, Jaws came very close second. Very close second. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be back in next week. We actually had more votes for this than any of the previous votings. Yeah. So obviously we had the balance between the people who are very passionate about seeing the blockbusters and those Arnie fans obviously came through the woodwork. And then a few Lord of the Rings people. And a few Lord of the Rings. <laughs> There's a few guys. Like, the guys voting Lord of the Rings, they were kind of like, what the hell's going on like? It's Lord of the Rings. Why yeah. why aren't you people voting? The Hobbit obviously has put an end to being fun to be a Lord of the Rings fan. Put a damper on things. Or anyone caring about it. So yeah, Commando, we're, we're going to get into it. But um, first of all, I thought we would uh, you know, do as we do and uh, dip into the old mailbag. Hey. The, the mailbag, which is bulging, as per usual. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sending in your questions, comments and queries to... Uh, Cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Yeah, very good. We got, got a couple of good ones here. We got some ones as well. They're not questions. They're just very long, well-phrased paragraphs of compliments. Thank you. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks. But, it, would, um, it would be arrogant to read them out. So. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's like you kind of shoot yourself in the foot there. It's kind of yeah. like telling us you know, how much you've enjoyed an episode. You really should ask a question. I'm not going to read out a compliment on the show. That's... Yeah. This is weird, isn't it? Don't be nice, guys. Don't be nice. D- kindness is cruelty, in, in, as far as we're concerned. A going here from Eric Johnson. He says, You've mentioned before films that you've been quite displeased with. Along the same lines, are there any movies that have affected you emotionally or even made you tear up? 
This is an interesting one. In for the old weepy movies. Like. I've definitely got an answer to this, but I'd like to hear yours first. I came very close only once. Only once. Only once. Cold-hearted Kevin Mann. Cold, cold <laughs> eyes, Kevin Mann. Like, you know, yeah. ain't no tears in, in my heart. It's only blood and jizz and, and piss. Uh, no, I didn't actually cry, but I had tears in my eyes. I was welling up. That's crying, mate. It is, but judge this has been fair or not. Okay. I had just broken up with someone, and it was really awful. And it was also January. Okay. Right? And I was also visiting someone in Scotland, and it was proper cold and miserable. Okay, you got a triple whammy of emotional... Triple whammy of emotional distress, like... Yeah, we decided we were going to go see uh, the adaptation of Cormac McCarthy's The Road... On a Sunday evening at like five, <laughs> and we went to like, we went to like a Weatherspoons beforehand and got a really depressing meal. That's enough to make you cry. Uh, to yeah, and we, we both we both had to go to work on Monday as well. So it was a real kind of end of weekend, miserable month, miserable, broken up, and cold, and everyone in Scotland is all upset and angry as well. Mm. And it all came to I went to see the road, which I don't know if have you seen. I've heard about the road. It's yeah. just in emotionally. You've, you've not watch. seen the road. I've not then. seen the road. For fuck's sake. Yeah. But yeah, it was a trying experience. I don't even know if I like that movie or not. Was it just really sad? It's really, it's really fucking bleak. Yeah. And Viggo Mortensen is in it and he's really, he looks really properly hungry. Okay. And there's one bit in the movie that's happy, which is when they get to eat a load of fruit salad, they find. <laughs> but other than that, it's pure nonstop misery. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it, the combination of things, I was welling up. And when I got out in the end, I was like, had to have a bit of a sit down and a breather. So that really got oh, to me. Okay. But I would put forth, I was in a weakened state. Like, Yeah, okay. It's like if it was Pokemon, I was pa- I was paralyzed. Yeah. You know? It's fine. Men can cry. It's okay. It's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but crying at, crying at movies is weird. Oh, I, no, I, I do it sometimes. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got a definite one which will always make me actually like cry. Oh, like, shit. The fir- well, the first time I was like, there's tears like rolling down my face every time since there's still that welling up thing i can't watch it and not be emotional yeah uh right this is disney pixar's up right oh yeah the sequence at the start yeah yeah it's it's there's no dialogue but it's if you watch that and you don't cry or at least feel like you're gonna cry you are dead inside that's what i'd say well, I didn't cry because um, at the time when that movie came out, a girl I liked put a picture of screen cap of the open bit and they go, hey, he looks just like you. I'm like, hey, <laughs> here here we go. Yeah. You know, ding, okay. ding. So you, you had kind of... So you, you're over there kind of crying, but I'm yeah. over there kind of nodding and saying, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> we're different people, you and I. Yeah. Make it sound like we're in the same screen. It's the same time, like... I'm looking over at you all sad and like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that would be my answer. Yeah, Up. Just the first 10 minutes. It's a really lovely film. No, and I, it love, I love Up, yeah. It makes you emotional throughout. But that, that sequence, you'll know the bit I'm talking about. It's just so... Kids go and see those movies, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not just quirky adults. No. Or, uh... It's a kid's film. <laughs> People are like, oh, they're wearing colourful socks. It's not like Fantastic Mr. Fox where no kids are yeah, no kids are allowed, like... Yeah. I wonder if there was much crying from the children on that, uh, on no, that front. No, I, I think that sequence requires a bit of being a grown-up to really feel upset by it. 
Yeah, because you're like, oh, why are you sad? Are you sad because your hospital bed is so shit? Oh, you got, you've actually, oh, you're going to go to sleep now. That's fine. See ya. There's <laughs> things that kids won't fully understand, which I'm glad of, really, because if they did, it'd be tear fest in the. Uh, true, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, next question comes from uh, Tom Danny from the 80s Picture House podcast. Uh, great podcast. Thanks, guys. Fellow film buffs, you know. Oh, you <laughs> My new thing is just to keep calling us film buffs. Couple of buffs. Couple of buffs. Some buff buffs. Two buffs on the town. Yeah, two buffs on the town. Um, but that's, that's, I'm going to see if I can keep getting away with doing that, mm-hmm. even though we clearly know very little about, about films. But Tom writes, um, what is the weirdest thing ever to happen to you in a cinema? Like, is there anything like peculiar or strange as ever, like... No. No, no, like not really at all. Peculiar or strange. Yeah, like I know a, a peculiar happening in a cinema. I've had a few. Okay, I went to see Lost in Translation. It's only like ten people in the cinema, right. and as we were tearing my ticket, the person went, "Don't go see it, mate. It's shit." Says <laughs> <laughs> I go, "What?" He goes, "No, seriously, loads of people just walk out. Just save yourself the bother. Just don't go." And then he gave me my ticket. It's like screen eight down the down the hard over That's there. Too late for me. Yeah, it's like, give it to me. It's like don't go, but if you do go, it's over. <laughs> it's over there. When I saw The Mist, God, I love that movie. Someone came in, put themselves in a sleeping bag and zipped themselves all the way up. It was like a midnight screening as well. Right. And they proper were just like, just came in, got themselves in a sleeping bag, set up right at the front and got all snug in. I was like, are they going to sleep over? Where have you been going to the cinema? <laughs> mainly, mainly in Galway in Ireland, this kind oh, of stuff okay. happens. Oh, yeah. But like, that's, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Two guys nearly got in a fist fight in, a, I went to see a film in New York City. I went to like, Pirates of the Caribbean with my dad in New York. <laughs> and two lads, like, their phones went off and they like, have a fist fight. Like um, That was good because it was better than the actual movie. Hey! Wee, hey oh, actually, I've just thought of something. that um, There was a long... I can't remember what film it was. But throughout the entire... No, it was... Uh, we went to see uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Anniversary screening. Awesome. But throughout the movie, there was someone down the front just talking to their friend. And everyone was obviously like... Sorry, that is the most banal, weird thing. No, 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 no. Someone talks. It doesn't get, like... (laughs) That's not it. Can you believe the cheek of some people? There's someone talking, like, throughout the entire movie. And everyone was a bit like, this is annoying. Yeah. And then, like, a man got up and walked towards him and said, can you please shut up? And then went and sat back down. And then the movie finished. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. It was the funniest Fucking A. So that's how long it takes for... Where was this? It was, it was in Nottingham. It was in Nottingham. So yeah. the amount of time it takes for a Nottingham liberal consensus to take <laughs> the, over. The anger in this one manager is, the, run, is the running time of Pulp Fiction. Like yeah. 188 minutes. There we go. All right. Time to make it. Like yeah, yeah. Same, so deal. same deal. Yeah. Um, oh, right. So before we get into Commando as well, mm-hmm. another thing we have to, to mention. A lot of love recently on YouTube, our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. which is run by. Uh, by Joe the intern. Yeah, we've got an intern. Joe, Joe the intern. We've become corporate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in our, you can join the Cinema Swirl graduate recruitment program now. Unpaid. Unpaid. You get to be an intern. You get to be an intern graduate recruitment consultant, and your job is to recruit other graduate recruitment consultants and yeah. just keep doing that. Like it forms uh, a pyramid in the end. Uh, forms a pyramid in the end. You don't get paid. Um, and there's no no pay at all for the internships. But um, yeah, we had someone, Chris Pilkington. He did a video, didn't he? He did. Gammering swirl. Yeah. Ah. We saw, I would say a little thank you for that. And uh, any, any fine folks out there would be animators because we've had guest animators uh, before mm-hmm. on, on the Cinema Swirl YouTube page. Uh, do check it out. But if you are interested in getting in touch, drop us an old, uh, an old email yeah. or uh, message us on Facebook or something like that. If you feel like joining in, do. I can't draw. No, me neither. That shouldn't stop you, though. 
<laughs> shouldn't stop either, Kevin. I mean, come on, guys. We get it together. You know? <laughs> Bit of a big week this week. Yeah. Um, after last week, of course, where I don't say we begged or pestered or... We encouraged you guys. Other people pest- happen to pestered <laughs> and yep. cajoled and good old terms and conditions apply themselves. Pepsi Max UK. Pepsi Max us. UK now following us on Twitter. <laughs> and also... Matt Flynn, <laughs> who required so little persuasion. Yeah, like, Pepsi Max had to be like courted and cajoled. Took a lot of work. You know, there was a lot of flirting involved yeah. there. Thank you so much for all your help with that. But that that was a long game. Yeah, that was a long game. Like, Matt Flynn was Matt at, at like, best a joke. Give us, give us a follow, you pricks. All right, great. Oh, you know, whoever's controlled the Mappin's Twitter bored. accounts is bored clicking. Yeah. Click, he accidentally clicked follow when he was meant to be clicking another solitaire icon <laughs> or something like that. Massive thanks for that. Yeah, that made me so happy. And people like posted <laughs> pictures of them with Pepsi Max to Pepsi Max saying, I bought this Pepsi Max because you followed Cinema Swirl. So we're like helping Pepsi Max out, which yeah. really. Really? I mean, I guys. Mean, uh, just saying. I mean, I've you don't want to be a one way street like. Pepsi Max, if it comes my way, I'll drink it. No, wait, no, hang on. There's a difference between them to sponsor us yeah. and then just giving you Pepsi. That's really what I want. <laughs> All right, because this is... Uh, I'm losing out here then because I don't yeah. even like Pepsi Max. Okay. But, uh, oh, speaking... But you like electronics. I do. Oh, shit. All right, yeah. I'll get all the SCART labels. Yeah, yeah. I'll get all the SCART labels from Maplin's. <laughs> you can have all the fizzy pop and uh, we'll run yeah. this town. The only one who hasn't followed us is Kahlua. So, Kill- do Kalua have a Twitter presence? They had a UK one, but it hasn't tweeted since like April. So, <laughs> let's go for the US one. In fairness, tweet. like, what is there for them to tweet about? Like, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> have you tried us in coffee? No, yeah. It's grand, yeah. Yeah. With the with the Air podcast, mm-hmm. very easy to kind of set goals. Like, oh, if this person can follow us, or that person, Cinema Swirl. Goalposts are a bit more ill-defined. Yeah, we've gone, we've gone for major brands. We went for we went for brand loyalty. <laughs> so if we can get JVC to sponsor us now yep. and follow us on Twitter, George Lucas also as well. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger follows me, but not but not Cinema really? Swirl. Yeah, well you can direct message him. I might I actually <laughs> might just do that. Dear Arnie, uh, we call, I call him A. You know, a. Hey, yo A, because uh, we're Hollywood types like that. Okay. We yeah. eat prawns from massive martini glasses at lunchtime. And, Kermode. Uh, if Kermode, I don't have a Kermode following. Uh, anywhere near it. Mate, if anything, I'm going to be following Kermode. Yeah. Uh, follow him up the charts <laughs> to number one. But oh, speaking of actually, speaking of all that Pepsi and drinks Pe- and stuff. Pepsi and drinks. Them. As you notice, I've brought over my shoe. <laughs> Okay. Because I've decided to hijack your segment. Okay. And it's now time for Pepsi Swirl. So yeah, um, I've got my shoe here. Kevin's actually got a shoe. It's not a shoe full of Pepsi. I'm disappointed. It's just that the product actually fit. Okay. I keep loads of stuff in my shoe. Look, there's a spoon in here as well. Uh, I sometimes, you know, put a belt. There's actually a pen in here as well, actually. See? There we go. Photographic evidence. This document that Kevin has got the shoe. There we go. But, uh, yeah, today's product on a Pepsi Swirl. Oh, my God. It's a Pepsi Wild Cherry Lip Balm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh... <laughs> Sorry, it's a lip balm. It doesn't pour okay, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't come across. So how are we doing this? I, don't, oh, I didn't realise this was cherry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe, the intern, gave it to me and I thought okay. that it was... Um, 
I thought it was just Pepsi flavour, and I thought Kevin's oh, basically bought cherry I've, lip balm. I've really, uh, I really put uh, myself into a corner with this one. <laughs> Fucking hell! Hang on, I have to get okay. this thing out. It's open. It's like a big baby pop. Big baby pop. It's a big baby pop. Lick it. It's not fucking easy to get into. Yeah. My lips are chapped. I dem- <laughs> I crave cherry. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying to twist it. I'm kind of going righty tighty, lefty loosey. But that doesn't. That rhyme doesn't help me with lip balm because I don't want to make it tight or loose. Yeah. I want it to come out. <laughs> Here we go. The fact that you pulled this out of a shoe is my favourite part. Well, uh, you get to go first. Obviously, okay. apply apply the lip balm now. All right. Um, um, I don't usually apply lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, it is a bright pink color, but it's not leaving much in the. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Give, give, here we go. Here we go. Pop, okay. popping that, um, popping that Getting stuff. That spread. Oh, fucking hell! Why do people? Oh, yeah, it's cherry. Oh, it's cherry. Kevin. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Kevin really doesn't like cherry. You've been hoisted by your own petard, there, Kevin. <laughs> it doesn't even taste like cherry, though. It just tastes like. <laughs> oh, you brought this on yourself. It's just red Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how many glugs out of five did you give? Out? Um, if you were to be so bold as to sign that a glug rating. I'm going three glugs. Three my, glugs? My lips feel fine. Three glugs, you heard it here first. <laughs> the movie today and the surprise mm. plucky underdog. A real Rocky story, which is something which was opted not to be voted for instead. <laughs> yeah. to go for a real Commando story. Commando. Mm. Another one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's seminal pieces. Okay. Have you ever heard of this movie before? Heard of it. What do you know about Commando? Okay, I know John Matrix as <laughs> a character in it. Yes. It's a funny name. Um, I think this might be the movie where Arnie tells someone to get to the chopper. Really? I think this you might be the your, what, Are you based that on the fact that what Derek, he's a Commando? He's a Commando. Now that is such a vague title. Yeah. Like This is like the title you would give a movie if you were secretly filming a sequel to a really successful movie and wanted to throw off the bloggers oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a fake name. Like Commando. We're filming Commando. Commando. What is that? That's vague, isn't Assume it? Assume Arnie's going to be wearing trousers but no underpants throughout this movie. Wait. Hey. <laughs> got it in early. He's going to... That's good. Now get that one out of the way. Yep. Going Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Coming soon to VHS. Yeah. Commando is a is a is an odd one for me. I've told you I was always an Arnie fan growing yeah, up and whatnot. Yeah, a big Arnie fan you were. Around the time I was eighteen, I started this quest to own every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie on DVD. Okay. And uh, there was surprisingly, I thought it was just oh, you know, your Terminator, your Predators, your Total Recalls. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize there are all these other Arnie movies. Which made millions of pounds and, and whatnot in the box office, but you don't necessarily you're not as memorable as your as your Terminator or whatnot. But Commando is the top of that list. Is this is generic McBain action? Okay. Right. <laughs> the uh. purpose and plot of this movie is so vague. Right. That yeah, you find yourself you at any point in this movie you can interchange Arnie for like a multiple of parodies of Arnie, and it'll still make okay. sense. Right. Is it just like an excuse for some action? The whole plot? Yeah, now don't get me wrong though. There is action. Oh, okay. And I'm going to stake my professional reputation on this and say that I think you you might enjoy this. Okay. On the basis of the fact that there are big kabooms. Yeah. And there are puns. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to go, well, kabooms. Puns. Puns. Well, now we're we're talking your language. Do you remember the Terminator 2 episode? Yeah. I said in the little preamble, Priestwell not a big action fan and I still sort of stand by that even though Terminator 2 I was like yeah I'm having a blast now this is going to sound like a weird thing to say but you yeah. should prepare yourself it's not as smart as Terminator 2 <laughs> <laughs> 
Easy money. <laughs> easy money. Okay. I, I don't I, I don't want to say because we can't go into it much more because these people were involved for a movie that's not even a Hollywood classic. Well, it sort of is. It, well, it, it was a movie and people in Hollywood saw it. It's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> right, this is complete indulgence. It is. You're, if you at home, you voted yeah, for this. This is your fault. You're, you're, you've indulged yourselves yeah. and now we're going to indulge yourselves. <laughs> Guess what? There's nothing about commando and popular culture. <laughs> nothing at all. Okay. Hey, do you remember any lines from commando, Sam? Is it not get to the shopper? No, oh. of course not. <laughs> Of course no. it's not. That being said, there is no shortage of memorable lines and memorable gaffes and colourful characters in okay. this one. I'm excited for John Matrix. Yeah. yeah, this might be the most 80s movie you've ever kind of... Barry Database is going to be. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you've not... I mean, Terminator 2, you've not seen many other action movies of the time, have you? Not really. Because you've not seen Rambo. Nope. Well, that, that's the classic. That's a classic we could have done. Yeah. <laughs> Cinema Sorrow fans, give an inch, take a mile, mate. <laughs> We're going to go watch Commando now. Okay. Steel drums in it. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I I could tell right off the bat. <laughs> steel yeah. drums are your least favorite instrument in the world. No, no, no. They're all right in in their correct and proper context, Kevin. I just. Which is what uh, <laughs> reggae reggae sauce adverts. <laughs> Fine. We're not gonna. Or a, an advert for lilt. I mean, I, yeah. I'm trying to think of other instances where steel drums are sandals, Jamaica. Yeah. Other times they're appropriate. Let's not get too negative too quick. <laughs> I don't know. I was so flabbergasted by the bad that we were actually doing Commando. I yeah. forgot to say beforehand. I love this movie. But I don't think it's like a. I don't think it's a Hollywood classic. I'm not gonna go out and go like, "What you haven't seen Commando?" You know, yeah. it never really was really like that. But it's a movie which I have seen around fifty times, and uh, I always, I always enjoy it immensely. <laughs> Any excuse to watch Commando in my book. Ugh. Initial good reaction, Sam. It was alright, wasn't it? It was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The podcast only works if you're honest. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, it was funny, but... Um, you did laugh a lot. Proper silly movie. Proper daft. Right, and I'll tell you this, because I've been to many, many, many comedy shows with you. Okay. Including ones which we've paid a bit of money to see. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I've ever heard you laugh harder than I heard you laugh during moments in this movie. Okay. There so, were funny moments, yeah. <laughs> there were funny yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. I didn't want to call it too Are you a Schwarzenegger fan now? Is that too early to call it? I mean, after T2? I like Terminator 2 a lot, but that doesn't make me an Arnie fan, I don't think. Um, I've realised that doesn't make me an Arnie fan necessarily. Yeah, necessarily. I mean, um, well, okay, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a run through. <laughs> it makes me a Terminator 2 fan. <laughs> I think that might be the case. Um, open up Commando. Yeah. A tale of, of vague proportions. Yeah, there's a big van. It's a garbage yeah, truck, mate. Garbage truck, yeah. To all the trains. Already a little sign that the film's rubbish. Whoa! No, it's good. It's good. Good film. <laughs> I'm worried you because you know I love this movie so much. You might be resistant to say how little you enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I, I I enjoy I enjoyed it for perhaps the wrong reason. Okay. Really funny. 
Like, but I think that's why you enjoy it. Yeah, I know. This is the for the first movie. This is up there like Plan Nine for me. Right. In terms of this was a movie which I was kind of like never watched as a kid. Did it when I was like seventeen or eighteen. I saw it for the first time, and then it was very much a friends and beers and pizza kind of film. So no one thinks it's like literally good. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Fine. Well, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger does, but well, I mean, yeah. his opinion on the matter is not really relevant at this Not point really. I don't no. think no garbage truck man comes out with the trash loser man comes out with garbage it. day gets killed on a Tuesday he gets I done mate so. yeah. he gets done good he does. Then a car dealership. Bill Duke is in the car and he goes, "You know what I like best? The price." Drives away. Drives away. Like, and yeah. this at the moment seems like a series of of unfortunate events. Loads of people are dying really quick <laughs> in ironic manners. Like, yeah. like a man gets on a boat and the boat explodes as well. Well, no, you'd see you see a man press a big. Uh, explosion button and on his little remote control boom. and it's gone boom 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 that's boom how you boat. take care of it now this is all building up and I mean builds up to this crescendo in the opening sequence yeah. which is Arnold Schwarzenegger appearing first via bicep <laughs> first via boot yeah then sweaty bicep then the other sweaty bicep then he's smuggling full joints of ham under his arms <laughs> he is, yeah. and he's carrying a log and not just like a log like you or I would carry big log as in like wow I didn't think they made trees that big he's carrying a tree is what he's doing with, with the greenery chopped off man. and he's uh, he's got a chainsaw as well I thought that would be kind of um, not a familiar but a pleasing sight to you I mean it's, it's Ernie yeah in his elements. It's nice to see him again. Looking good. Yeah, he's looking good. He looks pretty strong. He's been working out. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you should uh, you should do uh, bodybuilding or something, uh, Arnie. When he appeared, you said, Christ all fucking mighty. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know. And no more as quickly as he appears than, than the cacophony of steel drums and saxophone. Ooh. This music's a go-to. There's no situation in the movie where it's like, bit steel drums, sounds fine. Like, oh no, my daughter's been kidnapped. But after the Cinema Swirl break music, I'm not one to criticise mixing instruments without any real care, but saxophone and steel drums doesn't, I just can't. I will pay you a comment. I imagine a lot of people on Twitter would back me up, but I think your music is better than the general ambient music in Commando. Okay. Just so you know, like... Any filmmakers out there <laughs> soundtrack their films, let me know. Well, I mean, like, if he had a kind of a duh, uh, 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 when he yeah. was doing that instead of the steel drums, but it might have had a different impact on you. James Horner, I wrote down the name of the man responsible. He'll be getting a stern imdb <laughs> later. Music credits. More um, like music crappets. Whoa. Hey, now. Whoa. Uh, Arnie's a, he's chopping wood like a badass. Yeah, yeah. Because only, you know, biomass is how men heat their homes <laughs> chopping up that wood and it's like oh who's who's gonna dare sneak up on this commando yeah. with man in commando in capital letters Manda, yeah bold in a large we see someone reflected in his axe don't and it's like who is it is it some bad no it's not it's jenny oh. his daughter <laughs> it's jenny jenny <laughs> c-h-e-n-n-y jenny and um, the little montage of, uh, of daddy daughter time um, I think made me say this film is fucking ridiculous I ne- <laughs> I, this, that was the point I'd never seen you laugh that much <laughs> it was there's two moments there's one where she puts the ice cream in his face yeah. where you had a look on your face which was genuinely questioning whether or not this was a parody <laughs> Yeah. And then when the two of them were with the deer, kind of going like, ah, like a, a little butterfly was past, like, oh. nature, Jenny, oh. look! Look at the deer! 
but during this, there's like nice music during this, and then it kind of shifts. To Back the, to the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't use the steel drums during that bit, though, is it? No. It's, all, it's all like happy, soft palace. Also, looking through the uh, the opening credits, this story was uh, was by three people. Three people came up with this. They needed three. This was originally <laughs> the the idea for this. Apparently, the original script was that it was meant to be like Commando was meant to be about like a guy from like say the Vietnam era or whatever it was, mm. or World War Two or what have you. Yeah. It was like out of shape, kind of like, oh no, they've come to get me, my old unit. Da, da, da. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a struggle about, you know, the old instincts and all that. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's like, he looks like he's 25 in this. And he's <laughs> he like, does, yeah. I've been retired for many years. Like, when were you in the Marines? Yeah. When you were 10? Like, still, still in peak physical condition. He's, he, he looks great. Nothing grinds my gears quite as much as bloody military lads with their early pensions <laughs> <laughs> living up in their mansions in the woods. Yeah. Teaching their daughters about seek a deer. Yeah, nice house. Fucking nice love house. it. He built it himself out of logs, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Lots of nice shots inside the house as well. There's the big I love you dad yeah. on the on the fridge, which you made special mention for me to note down. Well, yeah, because like, you know how um, we talked before about how emotional I got at the opening sequence of Up? Yeah. It really explained like a, a love story and a tragedy. And, mm-hmm. and such. I think this sequence was uh, arguably tops that because <laughs> you really get the impression that Arnie loves his daughter. His daughter loves him. I see a piece of heart-shaped paper that says I love dad yeah I'm not seeing dick all in no, terms that's... of a I love Jenny piece of heart okay. paper so yeah. I mean I was gonna say that's subtle filmmaking yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think she wa- she wants to be kidnapped man. Yeah. top banter between uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his daughter Jenny why don't they just call him girl George be, be rid of it brilliant 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 absolutely so, so spectacular like, eat a sandwich what's in this you don't want to know right now if I ever make you something you make me something and you go what's in this you don't want to know is never Not an appropriate I wrote that down thinking well that's a plot point that we're going to return to later in the what <laughs> she poisoned his sandwich like, I'm off my game today my daughter must have put something in the tuna mayo put spinach in it that's why he's doing so well throughout <laughs> Wait, can we say at the start of this film as well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a man who makes many mistakes in this film. And I can see why everyone is kind of frustrated, his commander and whatnot, is like that he's not still being an army man. Because he's bloody top marks at it. Yeah, he's good. He is fucking really brilliant at it. He, yeah. he overachieves in being a commando. I think he just wants his life with Chenny. Pointing at deers. Yeah. Eating ice cream. That's the life for him. Saying funny things like, girl George. Girl George. Instead of boy George. Oh. Excellent. Out of nowhere, a commando copter appears. The chopper. Yes, the chopper. No one got to it, though. Well, no. They just arrived in it. Yeah. Slowly get off the chopper. Doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Like, you know, could you turn down the chopper? I can't hear the conversation I'm having with my commanding officer, who informs him that all of his teammates are dead. Kirby. (laughs) And Bennett. Well, Kirby, Kirby sneaks up on him, doesn't he? Um, no, sorry, Arnie sneaks up on Kirby. Kirby's yeah. the big commander. Kirby, Kirby's the commander. He's got the little, uh, he's got the McDonald's paper hat. Like, <laughs> I love that he, he, he thinks his way of friendly uh, joshing is to go up behind him, take his sidearm out, and pull a gun off. Like, <laughs> why have you come to my secluded wilderness retreat? Click. Like, you know? Kirby's fine with it. Silent and smooth, just like always. Ooh, that's um, yeah. Nice. Right, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of all the adjectives to describe him, silent and smooth. No, he's loud. And he's <laughs> loud and he's got knobbly bits on him. Yeah, like, he is not. He's, he's a bumpy man. He's not. He's not like a smooth dairy milk. He is a whole nut. He's got bulging bits. Mm, yeah. You know, proper bicep, chewy boy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, immediately after, he's like, oh. 
might be something going up with this whole business about all your old teammates being killed. Words aren't even left his mouth and gets bloody attacked. Yeah, I think Jenny says something like, is it going to be okay? And Arnie's like, I'm here with you. Well, it can't be bad. And then, like, immediately, yeah. machine gun fire. The guards who have just been put in place. I don't, I don't know, you, I don't know what you, you're complaining about. You got all that beautiful exposition at the start with him and Jenny, like, <laughs> looking at a deer. Mate, you've had your rest. It's time for the work of the action yeah, moving. Action, action's in straight away. Mate, yeah. no, no more dicking around here. We've got 90 minutes. The clock is ticking. <laughs> Make the explosions. There was a whole five minutes where someone didn't die at the start. Lots of big shooting. Definitely. And Arnie, we get a nice little load-up scene as well where he goes into his shed and is all like mm-hmm. great movie for the old uh, gun sound effects yeah. every time someone shoots the screen goes white to you know, really give you the impact of a gun being shot <laughs> <laughs> so um, the plan is that these bad men who have been killing his commando squad mates they decide to nick his daughter mm. and the guys are like mellow out man we can't talk business with you running around with guns in people faces he's holding the I love you dad thing yeah because he's yeah. a creep and he's wearing like a sheepskin coat as well. And he's like, uh, good title of business. You got some business I discussed with you. You're going to be calm, right? Wrong! <laughs> And like he's got a rifle, but when he shoots it, it sounds like one of those old timey cannons that like mm. Napoleon would fire. <laughs> he explodes the man away, so he gives chase. Well, kinda. They drive off there with Chenny, and um, <laughs> I thought you were pronouncing it Chenny, <laughs> Chenny, Chenny, Chenny. And because um, Arnie's car, then just gone in it. He snipped all the bits, haven't they? I don't know, like if you've ever been in a position like where you've had a car break down. Yeah. That's happened to me. Like I've been trapped before it's not in places where I'm like, oh. Car is broken down. Can't go back when I meant to go back. Roll it down a hill. I never. I was never like kind of. Come here to me now and I look at it, and I just pick it up and roll it down a hill. Like we're grand, like. Yeah, so Arnie's in this car, rolling down the hill, and the, the guys in the other cars um, said something. So, oh, he's coming after us with no brakes. And you heard that as, he's coming after us with no grace. <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> bounding down the fucking hill yeah. in a Jeep with no engine. Going, brruh, brruh. He fucking For is. a man so famously graceful. I know. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I thought he was meant to be smooth and silent. <laughs> I know he's coming down here with all the grace of a rhino being smacked in the arse with a banjo. Um, he he still manages, despite the fact that they turn around several times and can control their cars and have, you know, engines. Mm. He still manages to keep up with them. And he just misses them. Yeah, and then his car flips over. And, and if, of course, action movie rules. Well, I, I was going to say Grand Theft Auto rules, that if a car rolls over, it just sets on fire and blows up. Supposing what new Grand Theft Auto rules, mate, if a car rolls over, just hold down the left analog stick and it'll flip right back. Bish, bash, bosh. And if you don't know that, you don't know your Grand Theft Auto, is all I'm saying, mm. man. Matrix gets surrounded. He's just been exploded in his Jeep. He has no gun. He's surrounded by like six men with guns. And he still manages to put up a hell of a fight. Yeah. He disarms most of them. And <laughs> they're like, you know, finally managed to, to calm him down. And uh, who is it? Bennett. I thought you were dead. You thought wrong. Oh, mate. <laughs> Ever since you had me thrown out your unit, <laughs> I've been waiting to get you back. It's payday. <laughs> Great. Love yeah. Bennett. Bennett, the villain of the piece. Yeah, big bastard Bennett. Big bollocks Bennett. <laughs> big belly Bennett. Fuck me. 
he's, he's a big fucking fucker. I mean, yeah. come on. Before he realizes it's Bennett, it's this massive gut with yeah. chainmail over it, blots out the sun. And he's got his little mustache. And I, I've been, I was thinking throughout the whole movie who Bennett looks like, and I, I think I've got it perfect. You know the kind of generic baddie in Streets of Rage? Yeah. And you'll get about five of them yeah, all yeah. looking exactly the same. Definitely. That's just what Bennett looks like. The, the Bennett is like that. Any yeah. uh, any Irish fans listening in, looks a bit like Marty Whelan wearing chainmail. Uh, that's for you, uh, Irish people. It's not for you, that I've joke. not seen any Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Bennett. We'll chat more about Ben as we go yeah, on. Yeah. I will say, one of my favourite villains ever. Mainly because 90% of his dialogue occurs in the last five minutes of the movie, yeah. where they hastily try to give him a character. <laughs> He's like, oh no, the timer's going out, yeah. or team didn't build the Jenga tower quick enough. For Quick the team dialogue. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, this is great. Bennett, of course, looking very well for a man who was meant to have been blown up in a boat at the start of the film. Looking, yeah. looking very well indeed. Well, apparently Bennett was in his squad and he got kicked out for liking killing too much. Uh, so now he wants revenge. I keep thinking he's Australian, but there is a part of me in the back of my mind that's like, now Kevin, he could be from New Zealand. Not sure. So it's laid out like this. There's an evil dictator from a country which John Matrix helped dispose of a yeah. few years back. And he's like, I want to run that country again. So, can you kill the lad you put in power, please? Yeah, I've just put on he's got to kill a president or something. It's like if Obama gets murdered, then George Bush has to become president. <laughs> the line of secession goes back a, a president. The Them's the rules. Yeah. We do, that's the 92nd Constitutional Congress is all about, sadly. And I'm um, like, this is a daft idea. I'm not going to do it. And uh, then he realizes, uh, Bennett just pulls a knife on his daughter. Cheney, knife to the neck. Really for, unpleasant. For a child. Yeah. They have a knife put to their neck far too many times in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Guys talking about cutting her neck. Guys threatening to cut her neck. Yeah. Still a girl. Little girl. Let the girl go. But she's tough as old boots. Is Cheney. She is. She's crafty. There was during yeah. that sequence. Now when they're not looking at the deer playing with ice cream. Playing um, with ice cream. Playing with ice cream. Stay <laughs> with the deer putting ice cream in the deer's face. And the deer's like, what are you doing? It's all over me snout. I haven't got, I've got hoofs. So I can't get that off. Oh dear. Oh, it's very fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, she's, she's very plucky because she saw she was doing Tai Bo with, uh, with Matrix at one point. So Jenny can handle herself, don't yeah. you worry. So yeah, he's basically told he's got to go do it, got to go kill the president. Otherwise, sorry, your daughter is going to be killed. Mm. So then they very politely, even though they're a military organization, decide to charter a commercial flight. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's got to be a better way. We've got, we're sending two blokes with you, right? Um, no, one bloke. One guy is uh, just there to make sure he gets on the plane. It's really sweet. It's like, look, if we don't hear from these two, we'll be worried about you. Yeah. yeah. If you ever were like nine or ten, your mum will hold on yeah. to your passport and give boarding me, pass. Give me two rings just so I know you're there. Yeah, right? There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's, I don't even have to pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to know you're safe. Just want to know you're safe. Yeah. Before he gets on the plane, there's an important bit, which I thought was very important, with, with Bennett. And he goes, I'll be back, Bennett. Yeah, crossover. Crossover. He says, I'll be back in multiple films. I it think does. we may have mentioned that, mention that And Bennett says, they offered me a hundred grand. <laughs> they offered me a hundred... They offered me a hundred <laughs> shrimps on the barbie. <laughs> when I found out I could didn't do it to you, I say I'd do it for free. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, he's offered to do it for free. What a burk. What a burk. Yeah. What a knob is this dirty old <laughs> fat bastard. He's frail. He's Dude. a frail whale, Bennett. Bennett. He's got, his arms are like little, he looks like a potato with cocktail sticks put in it. Well, you know, compared he's, to Arnie, everyone's going to look a bit. Well, I mean, I want him on. to be a physical threat to Arnie. And mm. I don't think that him, like, he looks like he might be a physical threat to the fucking two for one offering Greg's on at the moment, but not to Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is all I'm saying. Gets on the plane. This is one of my favorite bits ever. He tells Sully, he's like, "You're a funny guy, Sully. That's why I'm going to kill your lass." What accent was that? that that's him. That's that's Arnold Schwarzenegger being coy. Oh right, yeah. Ah, Sonny, you're a you're a funny guy. Sully is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Talk about a funny guy though. The real funny guy here is John Matrix himself. Yeah, yeah. Gets on the plane with the guy. He, he gives him the old elbow, breaks his neck, yep. then puts the little blanket on him. He goes. Please excuse my friend. He's dead tired. If you, you, ever... you delivered it so much better than I did. <laughs> but I was just running through it there. You just said it. No, exactly. You weren't delivering that as a joke, but that was better than Arnie, who is so much more convincing as a robot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. When he's meant to be a flesh and blood. He's a real man here. He's a human man. He's a man-ass man. And it's so unconvincing and... Oh, the delivery of the jokes. It makes it funnier that it's just completely monotonous. It's strange, delivery. like. Yeah. I think this is a script that could have benefited from having the emotion Arnie needed to do in italics before the lines of yeah. dialogue in the script. Like, I don't know if Arnie knows that that's funny. No, he doesn't. <laughs> like, I don't even know he knows why it's funny. He's like, oh, my friend is very tired. <laughs> this'll, this'll trick him. They don't know that he's actually dead. Um, if you've ever been on a long-haul flight with a, with a mate... Mm is a good bit of fun to do. I was on a 10-hour flight once with my friend, and like we just took it in turns, like because one of us had a little hat. Oh, he did. Just keep going, boom, you know, put a little hat on. Yeah. Please excuse my friend, he's uh, dead tired, you know? That's not just a joke, he does kill him. Yeah, yeah. And he kills a man in cold blood, and uh, he goes to escape the plane, and they're like, whoa, you can't escape this plane. He's got a strategy here. I'm ear sick. <laughs> Well, that's fine then. Do as you will because you feel a bit sick. Yeah, and then he just uh, escapes. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. It's simple to get out of a plane. You're so distressed because he's hanging onto the wheel and it's flying away. <laughs> I thought he was going to have to like get onto the runway. Yeah, yeah. but no, he, no, he's trying to get off in the fjord at the end. I thought he was like, he's, he's overthinking this. He's gonna... <laughs> he's, he's overshooting this. He's going he's gonna... to have to hold on all, that, all the way. But he falls off around a good mile from the sky. It lands in, he doesn't even land in straight water. He lands in like shrubbery. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that seems to bother him is he struggles to get his blazer off as he's getting out of the water. Yeah. That really, that puts a crimp in his day. <laughs> the greatest resistance Arnie faces in this whole movie is that jacket's shoulder him length. Him wading and taking a jacket off looks so funny to me. I'd say that was like 10 takes and that was the best one. Like <laughs> Most of them he probably fell over and got a caught on him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sully, meanwhile, is busy in the airport yeah, being a with big old... shit sunglasses. Being a perv <laughs> with his shit sunglasses sunglasses looking like an out of New York jazz musician oh, sorry, from the um, 1990s. Arnie, um, asks how long the flight is. 11 hours. So now we've got like a time limit on him having to get shit done. Which is anytime he looks at his watch as well it makes it like zooms in on his face yeah. whenever he looks oh, at the watch. Uh, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those watches that only make noise when you stare at them directly. Yeah. But yeah, Sully being a pervert. Oh, he's a creep. Looking like he should be playing piano in a wine bar in, in Norwich. <laughs> You know, with his little, with his, with his wingtip shoes and his piano tie and his jazzy blazer oh. and his shit sunglasses. Such a shit looking little weasel. This one's man. called Lady in Red. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> So yeah, Arnie and Lady become accustomed and friends. 
The lady yeah. who Sully perves on. I right. thought Sully was going to be more of a, a creep in this situation. Like, he follows this woman. He flirts with her. And well, she's she, like, well, no thanks. He flirts at her. Yeah. And she's like, no, go away. And then he follows her. And I'm like, oh, no. This is going to be another Biff situation. This is He's too small really to be Biff, mate. Upset. You know? <laughs> He's not got the brawn to be like that. And then he just says, you, you, you're you, a You fucking whore. whore. Mate, what, what are you? He's, he's, he's well out of order. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this I, after Ernie said that he was funny and he's disproven that now. Yeah. He's not funny. He's really not hilarious. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna upset Ernie. You'll be livid. <laughs> Work on your punchline. <laughs> First my daughter, now this. You know? <laughs> yeah, Ernie then just kind of rips out this poor lady's car seat. Now, yes. I've watched this movie around 50 times. She's having a terrible day. I don't know her name still. No, I, I do. But I, I like that you don't know it. That I know it after one viewing. <laughs> I I list I know most of this movie off by heart dialogue wise. I heard her name one time. I've read the name, name in cast because it's like the second one that comes up. What is it, Kevin? I forgot. Is it is it K? Clea. No, but it, yeah. The, is her name the, IKEA? Yes, IKEA. IKEA. There's no. There's hardly any reference to her by name. She is there in like your typical eighties action sidekick it's like watch out as she gets into misunderstandings because she's the only woman in the film and she's there to muck it up she is a bit yeah and then get on Ernie's nerves she's like oh typical why are you ripping the car seat out of my car why are you stealing my car why are you asking me to go and pretend to flirt with a guy who who called me a whore oh typical isn't it like you know Arnie has to put up with he's in the thick of it isn't he like god he's gonna give her the thick end of the wedge at the end of this one let me tell oh god so when Arnie rips out the seat and he's in the car (laughs) his little I was in that situation Lonnie, recently. Sticking out of the car is really funny. I was in the backseat of a car mm. and the seat was missing. Right. And people were like, I don't think there's enough room for everyone in the car because the seat is missing. Yeah. Like, oh, Kevin, you're a giant. You sit in that, you look normal. And I did. I sat in the back and there was no seat. I was the same height as the other people, but it was really uncomfortable. Arnie does look silly in this because he looks like a little Mr. Man. It's just his head is poking out of the top of it. He looks like a toy. <laughs> like you got to roll, roll them back. She drives a bottle of ketchup. Sully drives a little bottle of mustard. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Arnie wants her to tail him because Sully knows about his daughter being kidnapped. And he's only got ten hours left. Lady immediately sells Arnie out to the mall cops in the mall. Sully can't park, by the way. More offences from this guy. Yeah. Like, they're on equal terms, (laughs) you know. Kidnapped a girl, yeah. Been a bit of a creep. Lot of a creep. Can't park. Can't park. Really bad parking. Ridiculous. Awful. Mall cops are set on Arnie. There's no more unsympathetic character or group of people in the history of cinema than mall cops. Yeah. Because this is like, this is, he's a big dude, and then there's like the guy's like, I'm going to kick his ass. Like, or like yeah, yeah, hey, girls. Want to see me kick some ass? <laughs> no, I, I want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. throw 10 men off the side of him an escalator. Oh, man. Or when Sully is trying to get away from him and he's in the phone booth trying to make a phone call and he just picks the phone booth up. That's and th- so funny. That's brilliant. That's amazing. See, this is like... Actually, a- that did make me like feel a little happy and like... In, during the action moments, was it similar to Terminator 2 and the fact that it was real kind of, yeah, fist pumping kind of zaniness? They're not as good. Is it because of the threat of... There didn't seem to be a threat in this movie, was there? Not really. Because like T-1000, when you're getting away from him or stopping him, it was like, yeah, Sully isn't much of a threat. He's might, no. He might sexually harass Arnie, but other than little, that, like... That little dweeb's going to get him. Yeah, watch out, that dweeb's got a razor-sharp tongue, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a funny guy. In a really weird moment, Ikea kills a cop. Yeah, I don't know if she kills him. She, he falls down the stairs. Knocks him down some stairs. And lands on his head. I think he's alright. And all the cops are like, yeah, you stop. And she's like, well, guess I have to save this man, get his daughter back. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be charged with homicide of a police officer. <laughs> that is how it works. You can check the rules off. Yeah. Sully runs over Matrix. Yeah, after all, he swung down on the big hot dog thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was kind of a big action set piece here. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I wrote, Arnie lifts up the phone booth, throws it down, and then just madness. It was, yeah. This all happens in the space so of so like, much happening, and it's it's great. There's a great pace to this movie, particularly when things like Arnie gets run over, and then like literally, there's no waste of motion. He gets run over, he flips over, lands on his feet, he just keeps he walking. Up. Yeah, yeah. Gets into a car, high speed chase. This did not feel like a long movie. That's what I'm gonna say. It just like stuff's happening until the end. And then yeah, it's done. It's nonstop. Yeah. It's like it's whereas not... Terminator Two, where it's two and a half hour runtime. It's not stopping for anything like character development no. or the name of main female. No, no one's gonna get. <laughs> licked in this one is basically what we're saying yeah like little things like the name of the female protagonist like, like yeah. How, yeah that's not that's got time not got time eh? you gotta, you gotta, gotta yeah. make some more quips about Sully you kept mentioning that Arnie never wears a seatbelt <laughs> yeah he doesn't <laughs> and no more is it obvious than this they have a high speed chase they chase after uh, Sully and Sully like his car goes up and flips over but mm. doesn't explode this time and Arnie just drives head first full on speed just into a post. telephone pole yeah, yeah. and it goes bam and he's gonna go. He's not wearing a seatbelt. He just gets out of the car. Doesn't flinch. Just make sure that the lady's okay. And then oh. is his core strength so much that actually you could channel power into his palms and just mm. yeah he absorbs it. Absorb it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think so. like, takes it on the chin. I realise at this point why they've cast uh, Sully as such a sort of little dweeby man. Is it because he's a little dweeb? It's because they because <laughs> they can dangle and throw him. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sully's like Ugh! he's like picking him up, throwing <laughs> around. Lift him up he howls him by one arm and he's like uh, remember I said you're a funny guy so he's like yeah Matrix that's why you did you the man Matrix remember I said I'd kill you last I lied (laughs) that's one of my favourite death scenes in the film ever yeah that is funny it's Arnie and his core He's mm. a big man picking up a little, little man, little man and, and throwing him from a height. Yeah, that's how like a crow would kill something. Like, just, <laughs> just real simple baseline. Like, yeah, I'm gonna chuck it off this. Drop it thing. from a height, mate. Yeah. That's how I would do it. What happened to Sully, Kevin? Well, he, he fell down a hole, didn't he? <laughs> I'll try it again. Sorry. Um. Oh, what what happened to Sully? I let him go. There you go. Did I once again get better delivery? Still, even though you did it as odd. <laughs> two for two, baby. You can't help it. You've got that natural comedic. Hey, Aaron Schwarzenegger follows me on Twitter. Maybe I should follow him on Twitter, if you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, because ain't looking too good for the shorts, man, right now, is all I'm saying. Jenny is taken <laughs> to the evil lair. Crazy, isn't it? Because it's all these grown-ass men yeah. walking around with their big moustaches. I think what's happened is that Arnie, at some point, has upset the league of funny-accented men. <laughs> It's vague. It's like, not Cesar Chavez, <laughs> not Fidel Castro. It seems to me, it's, it's actually a thing, because they did it in The Expendables as well. It's like, if you're a vaguely Hispanic, mm. mildly militaristic looking so, top, yeah. you can get away with anything, really. Basically. Give him any old accent, yeah. like, you know. As long as he says, like, C when he answers the phone, and gracias. This is this is them being daring and bold and saying not to have Russian baddies in yeah. this movie or Vietnamese baddies. It's like let's go with vague Latino America. So those fucking Chileans, uh, those Libyans, uh, uh. bloody Argentinians. Uh. Uh. I'm not having a pop of Argentina, mate. Don't worry. 
Libya, mate. Yeah. Libya, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Matrix and Lady go to a hotel. This is. Uh, I'm worried you didn't follow the movie. You didn't understand, Commander. I, I'm worried you didn't really get the progression because they say in such. It's like, why are we here? Oh, it's easy because we found this. And, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah they are, they're always very quick in telling you why they're going someplace, just so they can get to that place and do things. Yeah. They got those keys with number five on them, so they went to... Uh, Easy, go to the hotel. Go to number five. Because yeah. that is where they're going to find the next bit of information. The next clue <laughs> on your quest. It's like a point-and-click game. Yeah. They go to the hotel, and then we get the fucking showdown of all showdowns as yeah. two Predator teammates square off as Arnie takes on Bill Duke. This motherfucking Green Beret is going to kick your ass. I eat Green Berets for breakfast. It's important to eat your greens. Yeah. <laughs> Doctors say you should have eight glasses of greens a day. And your berries. So yeah. I think that's... <laughs> that's why he's got confused there, aren't he? Yeah. Fuck you, asshole. Which has the yeah. greatest quip in return. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah. No, you are. Hey, I know you are, but what am I, yeah. asshole? Hey, fuck you. There's some pretty weird sound editing I noticed in this motel fight. Like the foley, which is the sound effects and the punching. Yeah. It kind of stops and starts, I guess it's a bit jumpy and... 80s, mate. Yeah. You can't notice at times Bill Duke's prosthetic stand-in as Arnie's throwing him around the room. Because mm. Bill Duke is, a, you know, he's a dense man, like, you know. Yeah. He's thick and muscular, like mm. gammon. So you can't yeah, but- just be throwing him around, like, they have to use the... the prosthetic dummy for that I love this this is a knockout drag out brawl and they do the great bit as well where they smash into an extra room and there's two people having sex going ah yeah. why are Bill Duke and Al Schwarzenegger this isn't part of was the fantasy was in the sexy couples room yeah were they filming they were they were Norton filming movie. sexy sex Ooh. so Bill Duke and Arnie showed up yeah hey <laughs> save that for the outtakes <laughs> Um, yeah, so he goes, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Punch, punch, punch. And he goes flying back. Ooh, Bill Duke. He got pierced on a spy. <laughs> Why is there a spike? What was the spike he got pierced on? They were breaking loads of furniture. Oh, it's going to be a spike. It's going to be spike. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they did one thing which I've always wanted to do as well. You ever see in 80s hotel rooms and apartments, they always have um, glass brick walls mm. like as like a half a divider for like the bit of the kitchen to yeah, really separate yeah. that. And they punch through and all the big blocks come out. Yeah. Love to do that sometimes. Yeah. Put some walls, yeah. Yeah, put some glass walls, yeah. Yeah, they go then to the fuel depot because they found a piece of paper that says fuel depot on it. It's like it's following the logic and progression of a a Lucas Arts point click game. It's like, oh, here's a clue what a name of a new location go to the location. The woman who IKEA, yeah, she says, oh. I'm getting my pilot's license and I know what this means so we can go to this place because I know about pilot things. So yep. this is a fuel place plane. Also, if we need to fly a plane at any <laughs> point... Uh, what if that'll come up? Arnie, huh? He sure can pick him. He can. <laughs> he, see, he would have been off shit creek. He's got some other person. Like, What if Arnie grabbed you during this? He'd be in trouble. He wouldn't be? Yeah. Think, oh, we can, oh, wait, no, hold on. She we works. can get the Megabus... <laughs> She worked at an airport. Well, yeah, as a stewardess. She, she was, she's proven her worth, I guess. Yeah. They solve the mystery and they go to the fuel depot. Just, like, he sneaks through. It's like, oh, it's not a fuel depot, is it? Because there's loads of tanks here yeah. in California. I got a bit confused at this point And you just said, it doesn't matter. Just it sneak, doesn't matter. He's sneaking around a base. He's sneaking around a base. And he he really easily gets into this base. Yeah, too easily. Too easy. Oh, there's some bloke looking at a map and he kills him. 
I said it was a cartographer. There's <laughs> a real Don't blame the cartographer guy. The, the real victims of war. It's always the cartographers, you know? They're always the first ones to go. They solve the mystery of where Jenny has been kept using like trigonometry. He's a like, ruler. Oh. They got a ruler and a set square and they're like, Oh, it's this it's island here and then they're like, Hey look! The fuel depot thing matches up with yeah. this fuel, which is for an aquatic boat. Here's a photo of this exact plane. That we hey, can. if they were to use a boat like this, it would take them this long to get here. And that's how long it says in this flight record. And so hey, quick to figure look, out. it's a signed confession from a man who once flew this plane for this purpose saying, I did it. I did that yeah. in that plane. So they need plane to get to this place if only had a pilot with them oh, oh wait a minute hang on oh. hang on we, we've not five minutes before we established one of them as a pilot perfect back to the future you could learn a little thing or two from commando <laughs> it's a little thing called pacing so at this point we do we do hear um ikea's name very briefly very so. briefly yeah and he shouts it. Oh, but she doesn't go oh hi my name is any point like no. so how does he learn her name that's off camera, mate. Left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, you like. don't want a bit where they get to know each other. Well, no, we got a bit where we get to know Arnie. You just don't want to get to know who she is, apparently. Yeah. Do exactly. you want to know her name or do you want it to? Well, yeah, tell me at last. Cindy. Cindy. Yep. As in the knockoff, the GoBots Barbie. What? There was a, never there was Barbie, then there was Cindy. Cindy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The knockoff yeah, one. Cindy. The GoBots Barbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get that phrase take off. The GoBots Barbie. Like, it's called Cindy. Know. Hey, any Cindy fans out there, you want to use the phrase GoBots Barbie? At Kevin Mahan on Twitter. <laughs> I do want permission before anyone yep. uses that phrase. Cindy, that's her name. Cindy. Yep. Cindy and Ernie, they go off to get some guns for the big mission. And in true subtle fashion, Ernie decides to break in the only way he knows how using adjacent machinery. Just, yeah. I love that. It drives in. They go shopping. Uh, there's no like. Oh, I'm gonna go and get this this big uh, digger thing and drive. It's just like he's in the. The digger. Net, it cuts next scene. He's Boom, in there. I'm in there. I'm plowing. Did you see the... the look on his face as he's doing it? Stern. He looked like he was burying his wife when he was driving <laughs> that thing. Like he's had this kind of like what must be done, like yeah. get through it. Yeah, he goes in. He steals loads of like camo pants, boots, rocket launcher, chubba chubs. <laughs> gets loads of batteries. Get whatever you want. Yeah. He gets loads of Swiss Army knives. Yeah. And then he just, because he, you know, he just, he knows because he's a commando, isn't he? Every gun shop, every sporting goods and tackle shop in America press around for a button, then their private room opens up, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and there's usually one or two, there's usually Nazi memorabilia in there or loads of guns. And fortunately, there were loads of guns this time because yeah. uh, Arnie's other plan, which was to scare them on the island by running after them with a really good SS hat, yeah, yeah. was like, no, it wasn't going to really. Nah, that's plan fight. B. Yeah, and we get a bit of a swerve here, big swerve. He's locking up all his guns and he gets arrested yeah. and I, I said at this point uh, that's the end of the movie then yeah, yeah the your love is like a mountain music just plays rolls credits cue the steel drums we're out of <laughs> cue, it, cue Bennett killing a child like yeah. you know they get out of this jam though pretty handily though yeah cause uh, Cindy drives up alongside the police and as we know all men are creeps so yeah and they, they kind of said I was like whoa hey you got a woman <laughs> driving a car over here oh oh, oh. oh. Mrs. Fucking Shoes over here, huh? <laughs> in, a, in a kind of a moment of empowerment, she takes out a missile launcher. She only bloody mucks up and shoots the wrong oh, way around. Oh, oh, oh. Guys, am I right? Hey, yeah. how many times? Every bloody time, hey? Put a rocket launcher away. Yeah. Read the instructions first. Yeah. yeah. God, bloody good. Second yeah. time's a charm. Oh, finally, she there hits she the rocket launcher. She kills Arnie and the policeman and the film's over. <laughs> like, what a f- 
fucking gamble. It's like earlier on, she sells him out to the mall cops immediately, yeah. and then like the first chance she gets when he's restrained is like shoots a missile at him. This that's the thing where she would have like I'm not having a go, mate. I'm not having a pop, but she would have no idea what that rocket launcher would do to that police thing. Yeah, she's like no idea what the power of that would be. She didn't know the outcome of that, but it's an action movie, so it's like fire at the thing. It's fine. He gets out. It's like spoof action rules. Yeah, basically this. This is the kind of movie that like they make fun of in Hot Shots. I could so it's... easily have just like killed killed them all. Yeah, because it's like right, they never reload. The car crashes, everything explodes. No one, no one who has lines of dialogue who isn't a complete creep doesn't get killed immediately. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, it's just the way these these movies and run. When you, when you blow up and it flips over, mate, the, the door just comes open. Yeah, get out. Movie magic. D- dust yourself off, mate. Yeah. yeah, move along. Take it on the chin. Why do we fall down to get back up? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so they get in a boat and they fly off. The plane boat. The plane boat. But she's like, oh, this isn't a plane. It's a plane boat. Even though earlier she's like, oh, I know that plane boat. Yeah. She's like, I hope, I hope I can fly this plane. And here's the thing. So Ernie doesn't know how to fly a plane. She's getting her pilot's exam. And then she's in there going, oh, I don't know what to do. There's all these times. This is older than I am. Whoa. Hey. Plane's too big for no me. No time for quips, yeah? And then Arnie's People comes in. Arnie's comes in and bops it like the Fonz. Yeah. And then there's track every base. Time. Works every time. Who are the people shooting? Are they just more baddies? Baddies. Yeah. It's, so, it's so much like a video game where there's just baddies, baddies. everywhere. Baddies in jeeps. Yeah, just firing. Bloody baddies. You never know those baddies are always coming off with their yeah. automatic guns. Always arriving in jeeps with a tyre on the spare wheel on the front of the bonnet. Bastards. Bloody I hate baddies. them. Bloody batty bollocks bastards. So yeah, they're flying away as well. And they're I'm finally glad flying. their jeep got wet. <laughs> yeah, their, their jeep falls into the water. Yeah. They're going to have to put it out on the line later. Yeah. They're going to leave it on the range to dry it out. <laughs> but they're in the plane finally. And she's like, oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm flying the plane. This is great. And it's like, oh no, there's a boat. Ah! And Arnie just is like, don't worry. He pulls the lever. Makes everything better. Because you know Arnie, he's been in there. He's hit the plane. Yeah, he's had a proper look around. He's probably figured out how it works, isn't yeah. it? Like you know, she actually, of course, she's been trained to take a pilot's exam, which yeah. we all know is a big deal. But yeah, it's just no like Arnie does. Arnie's like, got yeah. that Arnie instinct. Arnie's kind of like ah, oh, this lever will get us yeah, out of this yeah, jam. Like yeah. of course, left to her devices, they would have driven into a boat and died. Yeah, and then the child would have died as well. Yeah, bloody women, mate. I'm curvy at this point. I can't remember who who he's talking to. Kirby is yeah. Kirby is just talking to his staff, and he's like, he knows that because of the arrest, he's like, yeah. he knows that Matrix is is out on about. And he's like, oh, what you know, Matrix is off to get his daughter. What can we expect? World, World War Three. <laughs> and my ears prick up because I'm like, the Prussians are involved now. You know, I, I was very interested <laughs> by this development. Yeah. Meanwhile, on Creep Island, Jenny attempts an escape. Yeah, she's got lock-picking skills. Well, she can't pick the lock, but she can remove the handle from the door. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. Yeah, Lock-picking. Good work, Jenny. You take the door handle off and use it to scrape your way out of the house. <laughs> yeah. It's not really in the spirit of lock-picking, really. Yeah. This is my favourite bad line of dialogue oh. ever. I bet cutting a girl's throat is like cutting warm butter. He's just cutting a little girl's throat. Like cutting warm butter. Oh. You know, I'm gonna say this right now. How dare you, sir, ruin cutting warm butter? Because yeah. this is the time of year, isn't it, where it's like you know, it's all cold and all that. Nice bit of toast, nice bit of warm butter on that. I love that. That's one of my yeah. favorite things. Now you're always gonna think of a little like, girl's throat. Great, ten-year-old blood on my toast. <laughs> Thanks a lot. 
Bennett is not impressed by this. Bennett's one cool moment in the whole movie where he's like, you're soldiers talking tough, pretending to be soldiers. Me and Matrix, we kill him like yeah. that. See, he respects Matrix. He does. He respects yeah, Matrix yeah, yeah. because, well, I'll run by my cinema throw official fan theory in a little bit. Okay. Respect for Matrix. And you're right? a buff. We're both buffs. A couple of buffs. We're both buffs. Yeah. We're buff boffs. Yeah. Buff boffins. A couple of boffins. A <laughs> couple of boffin buffs right here, baby. What's your theory? Well, my theory is, is that, that there is a deep-rooted, non-reciprocated sexual tension between Matrix and ben. Bennett. Well, right. Bennett was like, you kicked me out of your unit. Yeah, yeah. You know, he made a pass at his commanding officer. That's clearly what happened here. <laughs> and then this whole thing where he's like, you see later on, we'll talk more about it, but like, the lust is in the eyes of Bennett. Yeah. You know? Or oh, towards the end. Yeah, towards yeah. the yeah, end. Yeah, a bit. My, my theory, the, uh, you know, the Bennett being a victim of the don't ask, don't tell policy in a place <laughs> at the time, in obviously Matrix's yeah, yeah. commando unit, has come back to bite him on the rear end. Yeah. And uh, Bennett, having a chat to vaguely Spanish man, right? And he's saying, Matrix, he's going to come, he's going to kill you, yeah? And, and the only thing between you and Matrix and he taps his chest but he's got a little chain on yeah there's a little chain it's a I thought it was a little pendant yeah with like a picture of Matrix and him in it like with his mad eyes going can we talk about the chain mail how have we not mentioned the chain mail already ridiculous there's a couple of rules for heavy set individuals out there lay some rules on you these are rules which I've I've lived by and have gone well you know just so you know if you're a gentleman of carriage one don't only wear one layer layers yeah 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 layers are your friend Two, don't wear white on its mm-hmm. own. Like, again, layers are your friend. Don't wear fucking chainmail, right? Chainmail, which is designed to, like, clasp to and enunciate the girth. We've all tried the chainmail look, yeah? It looks like a roast chicken wrapped up in tinfoil. <laughs> you know, it just accentuates it in the worst possible yeah, yeah. way. Mm. Bennett doesn't know how to dress himself. Unbelievable. World War Three gets off to a roaring start. <laughs> Arnie in little pants and a little boat comes to shore. Now you lost your shit right here. Unbelievable. Look, he's a very... Um, I was intimidated. Very muscular man. But Arnie in his little speedos <laughs> getting out of the plane. He was pouring into, into his little dinghy. <laughs> looks, oh, it looks so silly, him rowing away. And then when he gets out of the dinghy and pulls it up the shore yeah. or whatever, him little did a little run. <laughs> <in his> little- <laughs> His little black pants. How did he get across in the dinghy with all those guns, all that ammunition and a rocket launcher and not fucking sink? Oh, God. But yeah, no, he gets off and then we get, I have to prep you because I'm yeah. like, dude. Stuff's going to go down. He's about to suit up. Yeah. And we do get the suit up scene. The mother of all suit up scenes. Oh, he gets commandoed up, doesn't he? Fucking laces are pulled tight. Things are put into holsters. Yeah. Guns are locked and loaded. Gun, 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 gun. Arnie puts on his mascara. You know, it's, it gets yeah. real There's serious. There's like a little noise for every gun. Yeah. Even when he's kitchen nightmares, when something we, bad happens. <laughs> he's, he's pulled up his zipper. It's like... You know, yeah. it's it's real. Real locked and loaded here. World War Three. That's yeah. the best way to describe it. He's on the island. He kills around 8,000 men. <laughs> yeah, that's no exaggeration. It's no exaggeration. There's men pouring out of wherever they come from. Like, when he first arrives, he's, like, heavy. He's laden down yeah. with weapons. Like, he's, like, shaking around. 
he lays mortars down and blows up like all the buildings. <laughs> and then um, anyone who comes out just eats a spray of hellfire as he just stands there going, ah, as they run into his bullets. Like, he blows up all those cardboard buildings that just. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> Bennett was right. Arnie is tearing through these. Yeah. You know? Really. Also, some of the facial hair amongst these soldiers is, is really silly. Well, my theory on this one is that there's only maybe 10 or 20 extras. Yeah. But it's like. Put on this silly droopy mustache, <laughs> or this fucking sombrero, or whatever, because they're yeah. so like ridiculous stereotype. It's like ah, you know, silly mustaches, silly hair. They all get killed regardless. God, there's some serious killing going on here. Yeah, um, definitely. And Bennett is still on Creepy Island. He's in like a more solid building. He's in like the keep. He's in somewhere made of brick rather. Yeah, than... then I don't know Pavlova. <laughs> like the other buildings are. Jenny escapes yeah. uh, just as Bennett and a uh, vaguely Hispanic person finds out that yeah. Matrix didn't kill the president and now he's blowing you up. So he's like, right, I'll show him. Kill his daughter. Yeah, and then Bennett goes in to try and find her. Can't find her. Like, maybe a dingo ate her or something. I don't know. <laughs> Bennett, I felt, all right, you got to hand it to Bennett, right? The whole time he spends, he's all sexually frustrated. Mm-hmm. He's not even getting paid for this, which I bet, you, <laughs> I I bet he's regretting now. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, he's one thing he's looking forward to. He gets to kill a child. Yeah. Comes in. Hey, you had a bad day. <laughs> Child's not there. Can't do kill like you wanted to do. Oh. Had a bad day. He had a rubbish day yeah. here today. Arnie gets cornered in a tool shed. It's like the one moment that Arnie suffers any damage. Yeah. Someone throws a grenade near him. He jumps up and he gets a little cut on his tummy. He takes off his things, doesn't he, at some point? Script revisions or whatever. When they were yeah. workshopping this. Three people. Arnie was like, you know, I really think I should have my top off in the last... Mm. Yeah. And they're like, well, you can't just take it off. And he's like, well... Write it in. So that's why we get this, you know, brief. Oh, it just nicked me. When he's Zip. all done up, yeah, he looks so plastic. Like he looks like an action man. Toy. Mate, that it's is pure ridiculous. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. The only thing you're implying with no, no, I'm not saying like he's had work done. I just mean like he looks exactly like a little figure of an army man. That's because like they're usually based man. on him, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it's awesome. They don't make him like Arnie anymore. He goes into this shed, and I wrote as a joke, he's gonna get him with a rake, <laughs> and then he does. A rake and some saws. Yeah. And he machetes a guy's arm off. Yeah. And he scalps a dude. Man gets scalped, an arm comes off, it gets really violent really quick. Like we've seen shooting and people falling over, falling off stuff. Yeah, but this is like, like blood visceral and guts. blood and guts. Yeah. Like. yeah, I was thinking he was there whacking off in his tool shed, but actually he was planning something much more sinister indeed, yeah. which was uh, which was death and destruction. Arnie with no top is World War Four. Yeah. You know, just saying like World War OTP is what I'm saying right here. Arnie goes, he kills the dictator dude, who's a bit of a moot point of this, really, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't really matter. No. Just stand there, he gets shotgunned through a window. We know that Bennett's big boss. Yeah, Bennett is proper big boss. Yeah, yeah. This guy's like the the cover-up big boss, like... It's not a big deal, really. He's the guy that if you beat him in Streets of Rage, he's like, yeah, good job, but you might want to pop it on medium mode there, you fucking pussy, like, yeah. you know, where you're easy. Mm. You know, that's the real boss. Jenny! Jenny gets caught by Bennett. Yeah, who's descended into sort of a dungeon place, which is, looks like where yeah. he belongs, really. It's a, it's a creepy, steamy, yeah. sexy place. And she's like, Dad, is it you? No. <laughs> it's me. It's not your daddy. <laughs> Bennett. And it must be annoying because obviously Bennett is looking at Jenny thinking, well, there's the daughter that uh, Arnie and I could have had together. Aww. And he's, you know, under love. One of my favorite moments in cinema 
ever coming up here, which is the confrontation between Bennett and John Matrix. So just a few things before we get into it. First off, right, the music in all these scenes, I think they don't know how to loop music because the music keeps stopping and then starting. <laughs> It's like they've got so much about Mate, take it up on what's-his-face. Who's the, 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 the... John the, Horner or something. John Horn. Or James Horner. They've got, like, one minute of music, and then they're like, well, that's done. Leave, leave some shooting for a bit, and then play it again. <laughs> and also, how does Arnie know where Chenny would be? He can smell it. Is? He can smell it. He can smell it. Smell in the air. Got the ice cream. Yeah, of yeah. course. Finds this dungeon. Place. Mate, I'll tell you what it was. It doesn't make sense. I'll tell you what it was. The deer slipped a paperclip <laughs> to Jenny earlier on when they were looking at That's that. That's the real part. When they were looking at that deer, like that deer yeah. licked her, if you recall. Oh, yeah. uh, it all comes together. Two fan theories, one episode. Yeah. After you're, you're getting more than your money's worth right so here. So we've got Bennett and we've got Matrix. Come on, Bennett. I only have one arm. You can beat me. You don't need a chicken shit gun. Let the girl go. Put the knife in me. Stick it in me. See what's going on. Look me in the eyes when you turn the blade. As we all know, an Australian can't refuse a duel. (laughs) (laughs) Or a New Zealander. We're still unclear on that. I don't don't think they know. That's the thing. I think he might be a New Zealander because Bennett looks like he loves lamb. (laughs) He looks like he fucking adores it. And then Bennett does a kind of, you know, call that a knife. (laughs) This is a knife. I don't need no chicken shit gun. God, that gets weird. His quick, eyes bulge out yeah. of his head. He's like got this whole ego thing going on. Was like, yeah, I can kill you. I, I can know. beat you. <laughs> it's a horrible moment. Arnie obviously knows that he's got this little thing that he can set off. Like. You don't make a pass at your commanding officer, and your commanding officer not know how to use that against yeah. you. You know, Arnie is using the internalized homophobia of the commando squad against Bennett in this mm. instance. More power to him, I suppose. Sneaky. Snaky, they start knife fighting. You're getting old, John. It's a fucking weird fight, this one. It's like love. It's like, you've got a Greek god. <laughs> Literally, the Aryan superhuman example specimen of the yeah. peak of physicality. And there's this fat lad in chainmail going, <laughs> you're, you're, getting not, old. you're getting old. You're not as fat as you used to be. <laughs> the only way where that is actually works is that it's a bizarro world. Where if you don't work out and stay on top of things, you get yeah. big and massive. You're getting young and muscular. You're getting young and muscular. <laughs> You're not fucking paunchy and diabetic like me anymore. You can't hang with us. They grunt so much in this. It's yeah. non-stop grimacing and smacking. And it's a weird, silly fight. Keep what, bonking they, each other's heads off things. They might cook each other at one point. <laughs> they go to cook each other. It's brilliant. <laughs> You're a dead man, Matrix. Bullshit! Possibly one of the best Arnie quotes ever there. Just bullshit. Bullshit, followed by that rapid-fire combo. Yeah. And then Bennett, last moment uh, fit of madness, pulls his gun out again. He knows he does need the gun. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes, John. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. Bam. Let off some steam, Bennett. Boom. Fucking let off some steam. and then Steam coming out of him. Comes out. Imagine that as well, because you think about it, it's like, oh, he's letting off some steam. That's a bad way to die, isn't it? Because he gets cooked from the inside, isn't it? Yeah. But he's all awful, isn't it? Because he did that hot steam running through him. He'd be like an apple pie from from McDonald's, like. (laughs) Yeah, don't bite into Bite into him, fucking roasting in the middle, (laughs) you know. As he goes off to leave, the commanding officer is like, leave anything for us, Jan? Just bodies. (laughs) It's good, isn't it? And he goes, this was the last time. And then the commander goes, 
until next time. And then Arnie's like, no, I, this is the last no, time. Come on, mate. Yeah. And this is a credits roll. Like. <laughs> I, I wondered at this point, where's uh, Mama Chenny? Where's she gone? Yeah. There's no mention that Chenny's got a mum. No. Maybe Chenny is actually uh, the adopted child of, of Bennett and, and Matrix. But I, I was saying that it would be funny if <laughs> Chenny's mum has her at weekends or something. Yeah, yeah. And just get, does like... Because like, you know, we finger paint when we exactly. know, when it's my weekend with him. You you get her kidnapped. What's, what's that mark on her on her cheek? Oh, like, that was just an Australian man. Yeah. Don't you worry. You didn't get her kidnapped don't, again, did you? I don't... All right, lay off. He's dead. I'll have you know. I did kill him. I understand why we got the divorce. Well, now... Commando, oh. how did that impact you? It's all right. I feel that this, we watched this on a Sunday evening. Yeah. I feel like this might have been better served on a Friday night with a few few beers and pizzas I type atmosphere. Maybe. It was all right. It's, that's, it's fine. Yeah. Funny, silly, daft action. But you don't think would it stick with you like the others? I remember uh, Bullshit and uh, Bennett. You seem. This is the first time I think, because even Back to the Future, which I had problems with, yeah. I think even because of the ending and that particularly, and just the general whole sense of it. This is the first time I feel you're not genuinely enthused about the movie at the end of it. Like you went away from the other ones. Like I always say, I could see Sam buying a Big Lebowski T-shirt yeah. or a Star Wars thing, yeah. or you know, you know, or Terminator Two. Yeah, Action you know, movie loved it. But this one just seems like maybe not so. It was okay. Had fun. Nice, nice evening. Nice <laughs> evening. Are you inclined to watch more on Schwarzenegger now? Because now you've seen two. You've seen like what is? I feel I've seen the best and an all right one. Yeah, I, I mean, Commando still ranks up with me because for me, it's just it's pure Schwarzenegger because it's so daft. Because like, there's nothing in the way. It's just Schwarzenegger. Action, action. It's like five minutes of him kind of going right, girl George, and then <laughs> non-stop shooting explosions. <laughs> You know, I was like, oh, there's a deer. Never mind, sh- killing. Yeah. Boom. Non-stop, 90 minutes, free-for-all. That's why I like it. Okay. Because a lot of the other Arnie movies, they do try to overcomplicate at times. Yeah, and he's not a man who suits overcomplication, I don't imagine. It may not have to come back after a night of drinking or whatever with friends. Like, wait, well, hey, let's stick on like, Terminator 2. And like, you know, 40 minutes in, you're like, That's oh. That's not the one you want to stick on. You want to stick, you want on, to stick on Commando. Commando. Yeah. You and know? that's what it's good for. Yeah. It's good. It's alright. Very interested to see what you think of Predator now after this. Yeah. Me too. Hmm. Hmm. Slightly more iconic, like. Yeah. But uh, you know, the fans wanted us to do Commando. Yeah. And who are we if not people to listen to the fan base? Not saying it's your fault. <laughs> but, are uh, you implying that they've wasted your time, mate? No. It's only 90 minutes. It's fine. If this was any that. longer, I think you would have had much bigger problems with well, this film. I probably would have felt a bit short-changed. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a point where you were kind of like very fidgety, but I'm like, there's 20 minutes left, and you're kind of like, all right. Okay, it's fine. It's grand, yeah. like, yeah, Enjoying things, you, you need to know like how much you've got. Like, like movies like this, you can judge them on their on their succinctness from the fact that, you know, from moments the baddie dies till the credits rolling, there's around 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to wrap up in fairness that I was impressed by how succinct that was like Bennett's gone like, there's gonna be like 5-10 minutes of like wrapping up no, no like he's done a Grand. minute and then the plane's going all he left for them was bodies <laughs> how many uh... I wanted to see Kirby cleaning up the bodies <laughs> how many star wipes would you give this bad boy then uh, like it's fun for what it's you know. You're ranking these up now alongside Hollywood, you know, classics and okay. cult classics and whatnot. Two and a half to three. You heard it here first. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. And as always, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and help us out immeasurably by leaving a rating or review. You can also find us on SoundCloud and now on Stitcher Radio as well. This episode was produced by me, Kevin, music by Sam Chaplin, and was edited by Joe Graham. Be sure to follow Cinema Swirl on Twitter, at Cinema Swirl. And also be sure to check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Cinema Swirl, where you can vote on our upcoming episodes. And if you want to send us in a question or comment for the start of the show, or just get in touch, send your emails to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. And also as well, don't forget to check out on youtube.com forward slash cinemaswirl. We've got animations from some of our favorite parts of the show. Check it out, youtube.com slash cinemaswirl. What do I say instead? Cock and balls. Do, you don't do that. I, I do. haven't seen you do it recently. I did the last time. I did. Did you do one pound cock and balls? I said I said one pound willy, I think. <laughs> just I sounds just, like a comic from the 50s. One pound willy. <laughs> 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 what do you do with one pound willy? So I just write like an Andy Cap type character is what I mean. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs>